Jeff Miller, and this is Season 2, Episode 2 of Chaotic Neutral, a Starfinder live play podcast. With me today, Scott as Chet Bronsington, the Opera of Half-Elf. What's up, guys? Ryan, playing your human envoy, Jax Rayner. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Joe, playing Ozma Obsidius, our dwarf mystic. And it's JJC, playing Yaj1337, the android soldier. So last time, we were on the Sunrise Maiden, we were pointed towards home, and we're just kind of flying. And uh, Chet, you had some crazy dreams. Talk to me about that. Uh, I saw some bugs and stuff, and I was floating around in my cape. I think I saw lots of women coming at me. <laughs> lots <laughs> of women? I don't remember for sure, but it's kind of blurry. Lots of female suitors? Yes. Got it. Copious and, and amounts I I remember... of <laughs> and it's, Yes. And then I remember something about a hatch and some snatch. Hatch. <laughs> a, hatch. a hatch by the snatch buster? A hatch that he's got a bust. Say, it's it's yes. one of those cryptic messages. He's like, hatch, snatch? I don't know, man. I don't know. I have some more exploring to do. We'll see what, right on. what it yields. Mm, yeah. <laughs> cool. And then, Jax, you're, you're messing up. around with your... Yeah. yeah. Feet up, flying the ship, You're man. trusting the autopilot. You're yeah. totally good with the autopilot. You have no reason to doubt the autopilot. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a good ship. Overhead. She's sturdy. She'll get us home. Just cruising with the ship, trusting the autopilot. Digging it. Is there, should I roll to not trust it or? I don't know. Are you <laughs> sure you want motive? to trust it? Sense, <laughs> sense motive. Sense motive on the ship. Uh, yeah, feet up. Everything's good in the cockpit. Ozma, so you're kind of in this room with the anvil. What's what's going through your mind right now? Yeah, dude, totally excited. I found an anvil that lets me repair and make magic and hybrid items for free. <gasps> So super excited about that. I don't think I that's said pretty awesome. I don't, I don't think I that's my that. favorite thing that happened last week. I don't, I don't think I said And if free. that changes, then I'm killing my character and leaving. So I'm really excited about my free <laughs> anvil. That's canon, Jeff. You said. Yeah. I heard it. Said it was going to be free. I, I, I don't True. think I said free. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it costs one of the ore that we loaded up on. <laughs> duffel bags. To, to make as much as I want, yeah. just one ore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Duffel bags. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. It's a magic anvil. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You got to play shit. It's like a speed force. Just there. You can do anything you want. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You uh, you ended up with a six, right? I yeah, did. I was left on a cliffhanger. Left uh, on a cliffhanger? Look, look, looking at a green orb and, and rolled a D6 and got the highest you could possibly get on a D6 and yeah. hoping that's a good thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, your green orb is glowing. Oh, and Clara, Clara sees it. It's it's growing, glowing a little more than it was previously. She is looking at it and then looks behind you at the duffel bag you brought in <gasps> to this room, and there's green glow coming from said bag. Ooh, what do you do? Unzip the bag. <laughs> unzip that bag. So you unzip. unzip that bag. Roll that and just tell me what it is. Uh oh. You're looking through a bag. I don't know what I'm having you roll for. 15. So 15. So you carefully go through the bag. You don't get stabbed by anything, which is what I was going to do if you rolled bad. And uh, (laughs) you don't get any like space aids or anything like that. What are we we going with? Not space aids. Void uh, groin. Void groin. Void groin. Void groin. groin. And uh, yeah, so you're good. I'll take her. (laughs) And and you find a, a blade that looks almost like a bayonet that is uh, in this bag glowing the same green color Oof. as the orb. Nice. It's like uh, Kryptonian in origin at all? Yes, it's, it's Kryptonian. No, oh. that's not canon. That oh. is not oh. canon. Oh. Oh. Do sorry. not look at me like sorry, that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's it seems very important. What do you want to do with it? Do you want to inspect it more? I sure do. Okay, cool. Go ahead and uh, physical science. 
or okay. um, survival. Sure. 21, Jeff. So the reason why I had you roll a 21, or a, a survival. <laughs> <laughs> the reason Whoa, why I had you roll a 21 is yeah. so I could actually tell you shit. <laughs> um, no. Uh, the reason why I had you roll survival is because this is part of a military weapon. Um, and you recognize it specifically as a bayonet for something that is way more advanced than you are capable of holding. Technically, in game terms, this is a level 20 item. Oh, God. I was like a bayonet just screws on to the end of your gun. Like Correct. It's, yeah, how can you not equip that? But uh, yeah, I only have a, a pistol. Little, yeah. Leave your logic. He doesn't, he doesn't have a gun. Ship, okay? He's gonna screw it onto the end of his dojko. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have a gun or anything like that. Extra it can't be. You would. There is no possible scenario where you would fashion something this incredible to a level one dojko. Don't worry. I got an anvil. We're good. All right. For free. Cool. I mean, I'd screw it on the end of my pistol. I don't give that, but. <laughs> So yeah, shut up. Um, <laughs> you're so stupid. I, I don't give a fuck. And uh, Clara, Clara recognizes this. Um, she sees it and she says, "I know I've seen this somewhere, somewhere in the spike back on Absalom." And frankly, it's kind of shocking to you that she's been to Absalom. So Chet, you just had a bunch of crazy dreams. Jeff, you're still asleep. Uh, <laughs> you're still having more dreams. Uh, we still got like another day, uh, don't we? Do you want to stroll out? another D six? Hey, I'm sleeping all two days. Word. Actually, yeah, that's what I wanted to have you do, but I was getting there. Oh, sorry. Um, so Ozma's in the Ruiner. room. What did you do with your day, Ozma? Can I fix my baton? Yes. Yeah. You can For spend free. the you can spend the day fixing For your free. Yeah. Okay. Free. Yeah. You're you're careful. You use the tools. Um, you're a dwarf, so you naturally know how to do stuff like that. Um, Just a little tattoo. But yes, you you eventually fix your baton. That's For free. It's still it... magical. Still has uh, the spell slot, all that kind of stuff. Again, it's basically. Would you fix me for free? So your baton is one d six. Says no. And it has. It's basically functioning like a technomancer spell cache, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you fix it. The spell slot is restored, and the baton is back to its working order. Can I get one more d6 from everybody? And this is day two now, right? Yes, this is day two. Another one. A one? Yes. So you are going to... You're very tired. All of this crazy stuff is uh, really nuts for you. I feel so drained. (laughs) (laughs) Exhausted. And on top of that... If you were awake to think, you would know that it was this cloak helping you sleep. And you're just having these crazy dreams and visions. They're very vivid dreams. Like a lot of these are taking place in places that you've been before and you recognize your surroundings and it keeps going back to this hatch. It's like lost. Mm, Snatch. I feel like the cloak and I are really bonding. So I feel like it's not not my new comfort blanket. It's it's taking me places. Yeah, exactly. It's like a weighted blanket. It's great. But like the good kind. Yeah. Yeah. Through thunderstorms, we're riding it out. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Jax, what did we end up with? A four. Did anybody else get a four? Okay. So two fours. And what did we end up with? That was the edge. Two. Two. Okay. All right. So Jax, you got a four. I rolled a four. You're sitting there. You rolled a four. And it starts to hit you that you're on your way back to Absalom Station. You just got off the Acreon and the Drift Rock. And you remember Miss Joss. Oh. Joss Whedon. Uh-oh. It's a girl, though, right? Yeah. Miss. That's the conversation. <laughs> Miss Joss Whedon. Yeah. I feel like I'd be a little nervous, a little anxious. I'd just still sit up in the cockpit thinking to myself, how the hell am I going to get through this? Yeah. What are you going to tell her? What are you going to do? At this particular point in time, bluff my ass off. Yeah? When you see her, you see her, and you hope you don't see her? More or less. Cool. Right on. Um, 
Yeah. No, it's I've, I've got nothing for you quite yet. Now, when you were when you were on the Acreon, did you find anything? Did you see anything? Did you what happened? I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. There was a scary ghost, and he got scared, and then yeah. he ran to the ship. Zoinks! And uh, water puppies, yeah. vision, yeah. Cthulhu dogs, void groin. There's a lot of a lot of stuff just happened the last couple of days, and I don't know how to process it. Okay. Other than fly this goddamn ship back home. All right. He's doing a lot of journaling. A lot of yeah. journaling. <laughs> Dear diary. He has a lot of time. Exactly. He's in the front by himself. I ain't trying to hide it. I got a diary. Yeah. Journal. 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 Why was diaries for girls, dude? Did Doug have a diary or was it? Yep. That was a journal. That was a journal. Wait. Uh, see. Nope. Nickelodeon Doug or Doug that funny. Disney's Doug bullshit? No. Doug Case funny. In, <laughs> Case in point. I mean, it's the same Doug funny. Yeah. Except. Hey, what? They did another Doug? Yeah, they did Disney's Doug, where him and Roger were friends. <laughs> he also wore like a three-quarter leaves, three-quarter sleeve shirt. It was yeah. when he was like, he, wasn't he like in high school or something? Yeah, no, it was BB Bluff Middle School. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, 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 I'm on that original Doug. Yeah, okay. Him and Roger will never be friends. Yeah, dude. Journal. Just him and Skeeter. Ha ha. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's all there is to it. Yeah, dude, and then Chalky was in and out of there sometimes. That's you, dude. Chalky. You, dude, you're you, Chalky, dude. You're Chalky. Dude, why am I Chalky, Chalky dude? Studebaker, dude? First yeah. of all, Chalky was the awesomest, and he did not get he enough screen time. Yeah, dude. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah. the Chalk. Yeah. Okay. Did a lot of journaling. <laughs> yeah, sorry. All right, so you did a lot of journaling, a lot of thinking about it, all that kind of stuff. Pondering life's quandaries. And yeah, that's no, episode I'm, two. I'm hanging out. I'm worrying about. <laughs> that's episode Mrs. two. Josh. Yeah. Miss Josh's conversation trying to process everything hopefully i can just stay on the ship and she won't ever have to see me again Ozma, i am actually going to make my way up to the cockpit okay which is going to take him half a day because he's a little legs <laughs> hey <laughs> free play free play yeah free play i hate you guys so much all right so you make your way up to the cockpit yeah so i'm going to make my way up and then i'm just going to kind of look around and then how's it going up here it's going well autopilot's in and we're just hanging out, my friend, waiting to get back to Absalon Station. I guess I never really checked with anyone. I was just like, beep, boop, beep. <laughs> this is where we're going. We're captain. We could just kind of listen to you, I guess. Yeah. And we were all drawn to the magic. Yeah, you guys were the all, ship. You guys all picked bunks, and I was just like, yeah, what's up? Let's find the ship. Back Sleeping now. on my anvil. <laughs> part of the ship, part of the crew, cool. dude. Yeah. Uh, but everything's going good. I'll just let Ozma know that we're flying back to Absalon Station on autopilot. Then I'm going to ask him, what's his plan when we get back to Epsilon? I don't know. Flying by the seat of my pants right now. I got to figure out what the Starfinder thing is and how much they're going to pay me. I guess I'll kind of look Ozma up and down and, Ooh, wow. you know, All right. what's, uh, what are you, not that kind of dwarf? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, what are your plans once we get back? I want to find more out about the Durfrock. Like more than we already know, I feel like that was a. We went pretty deep there, buddy. What do we know about it? That there's alien life forms on there that want to kill everything. That's it. That's all you got. I mean, it's a pretty big asterisk, but yeah, no, okay, cool. Yeah, I feel I like there's so much more on there. There's a language I couldn't even understand. Oh, I, I didn't know that. So we're like, wait, what? There's a language on there? You found a language? Yeah. You were there, dude. 
He didn't tell me that. I, I was took, on the ship. I took notes. No, I took yeah. notes in like the first room. Remember, he no, but I was on the ship. No, you weren't. You weren't on the ship in the first room of the Drift Rock. I was not paying any attention to you. Sorry. He pulled out his iPhone, took pictures. Yeah. of Remember. Hang on. So, Ozma, you found an ancient, an old Dwarven language. It's not Dwarven. Oh. Well, I don't know what it is. Wow. That's quite incredible. Yeah, we need to figure out what that is. Yep. <laughs> cool. Hopefully someone on Absalon Station will know, because apparently I didn't check with anyone, and that's where we're going. Beat, boot, beat. Cool. Maybe you can talk to Chisix or like somebody else in the Starfinder yeah. that has some experience with the ancient languages, pre-gap stuff, because uh, you'll remember that uh, the language definitely looked like it was pre-gap, which is part of the reason why you can't really understand what it's saying, that sort of thing. Um Osma, we should check in with Chizix on this one. Throw that out there. Okay. Are you guys saying? Is that your whole conversation? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty good. I we're like still that. working on each yeah. other. Yeah. You know, we're still learning each other. Getting, I cast you know, days. <laughs> I am literally. Trash. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, uh, yeah, you and Claire are hanging out in the back. What you think about? What you doing? Well, I rolled a four. I don't know what that gets me. I'll I'll let you know. Oh, okay. I'm kind of uh, curious as to why that undead, pardon my language, mother like. Took the package and his little robot and the, the ship and just abandoned us there. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So. Yeah. Do you have a question for Clara or? No. That's just no, what just, I'm thinking you about. You asked me what I'm thinking about and that's it. So. All right. She just happened to be on the drift rock. Yeah. No yeah. question. So she'll, she'll ask you. She'll be like, so I was sent here to kill whoever was here. Yeah, she told us that already. Yeah, how'd you how'd you guys get here? Like, what brought you here? Like, what are you what are you looking for? Obviously, you weren't looking for this ship. What were you guys looking for? We were looking for an undead guy's package, and <laughs> also came to investigate what happened with uh, the other crew of the Drift Rock. So, an undead guy. Yeah. What kind of package was like? It was like coffin sized. <laughs> oh, wow! I hate you guys. <laughs> You guys are the worst. Dude, you told us that. Dude, yeah. you, you said, That's canon. No, you no. said. <laughs> you said is it up. like a coffin? You like out of up. nowhere. I was like, it's it's like a five by six by three. And he's like, like yeah. a coffin? Because he gave us coffin-like description. And it was a big box. It's a big box. Filled with God knows what. And what happened to it? Like, what? where is it? Where is it now? I don't know. I, don't, I also don't know where the ship is that brought us here. They just disappeared. Or that little dick robot that was following us. Yeah. And she reaches in her pocket. You mean this? And she pulls it out. Dun, dun, dun. And it's broken. And she hands it over to you. And it is definitely the thing that was following you around. She's like, yeah, I noticed this thing following you guys. I actually took this out before you came upon me. Can I roll engineering on it to see if there's a... Okay. That is a 24, Jeff. So you know that it didn't automatically go down when she shot it. You know that it floated around. It actually ended up, and it was recording for a long time, and it's actually still recording when she hands it to you. What the f- And uh, <laughs> it landed in the grotto area, and that's where she picked it up. So it saw the whole Garagakko fight, saw um, everything you guys did on the Acreon, but it did miss the part about her and you re-meeting her. As far as the robot is concerned... You guys had not met. You guys had not, it hadn't really seen you. It saw her join the fight, but it didn't see you guys meeting up. So as far as this thing knows, you guys don't know each other. Can I like disconnect it and... Yeah, what'd you roll? 
24? Yeah. You turn it off. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Cool. So you make sure that it's off. Okay. So it was recording the whole time then? Yeah. Oh. So boy. you guys, it definitely Some, saw uh, the fight with the Garagakal. And it's oh, so it knows we're German. badasses. What did my four get me? No, she oh. she hands it to you and she says, you mean this. You check it out. You turn it off. Um, she down. tells you where she found it. And then the floor is yours again. Okay. Uh, that was pretty much it. And I told her that a dead guy sent us there with that thing. That's really weird though. So the whole package and the ship was just gone? That's right. Was the package on the ship? Uh... I'm assuming so. It wasn't where we left it, so. You guys didn't leave it on the ship, though? No, we never put it on the ship. So how would it have gotten there? Was there another member of your crew? Was there anybody else on the ship? Not that we know of. Was there anybody else on the ship, that the shuttle that brought you to the Acreon? I don't believe so. We couldn't see invisible creatures at that time, so we don't know. Yeah. Because they told me I was supposed to kill five. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa. I just assumed one of you died in the ship. I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to say anything in case they were a friend. Who did you say sent you again? It's a company that hands out a bunch of money that says, hey, this is who you need to take out. This is how much it's worth. Okay, what was the company name? The company is called Red Flag. They mostly promise us that it's bad people that we're killing, but obviously not. So they've got a strict don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah. Supposedly they're making the universe right, but I can't see how... Did you have a contact there that you met with at all? Just my regular handler. What's his name? <laughs> Crentist. Crentist? <laughs> Does he moonlight as a dentist? <laughs> yeah, his name is Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a wanted man. He works with... Stop, stop, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Who pioneered the art of curving bullets. I'm gonna... <laughs> Oh my and god. And Scott hates my guts. Every episode. <laughs> Every episode. I don't get it. Where's curving bullets from? My favorite James McAvoy movie wanted. There it is. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Okay, all right, cool. All right, so serious time. Um uh, so yeah, my my handler at Red Flag is named Creed. He tells me where, when, and how much, and that's it. You don't want to know anything else? You don't have any other questions? What's this green bayonet do? Oh, I don't know. I just know that I've seen it. They have a bunch of stuff. Well, not a bunch of stuff, but I've seen it down in the spike before. What's this green orb do? I don't know. It just it looks like that, and I've seen that in the spike. Is there a computer in this room at all? No. No access to Alta Vista or anything? No. <laughs> Alta Vista? Lycos? Go get it? All right, I'm done. Ask Jeeves? <laughs> you were going to ask Jeeves? Ask somebody, dude. You're, you don't got any answers. You are, okay, so this is a universe of unlimited technology, <laughs> and you are a living robot, and you're going to ask Jeeves. <laughs> Why would we not? Again, you're not giving me any answers, so I got to ask somebody, man. All right, so that's day two, the ship flight. Can we please talk? <laughs> For the love of God, can we dock? All right, so you guys fly in. You pass the Armada. Do you want to take over? Do you want to keep letting it do its thing? Uh, I will take over at that particular point in time. I feel like my character would be... Roll me a piloting, um, please. Piloting? Yeah. There you go. Finally. Uh, 27. 27. All right, so you are going to successfully take over, turn off the autopilot, turn it on. You're going to do it slightly jerking. With the slight jerking, Chet 
is going to be shaken awake. Uh, uh. <laughs> like, like you, you wake up from a coma. Like you are, your whole body hurts because it hasn't moved in 48 hours. Like you just, yeah. Like all of your joints are just frozen. You're, you basically just slept for like 40 hours. I feel like in my your, sound still stands. In your, uh, in, uh. <laughs> in your comfy cloak. What do you do? Uh, okay, all right. So, uh, so let me brush his <laughs> cheek up against his clothes. I'm, yes. Yeah, no, so uh, let me let me for, set for this up for time. you a little more. <laughs> I got you. So got you. yeah. So you woke up. You have been having just crazy dreams, crazy vivid so dreams. Many women. Yeah. So many. No, not no, so many women. So like, many stop it. Stop trying to make it happen. You were dreaming about like, rat people. Yeah. You're you're about dreaming women. about yeah rat, rat people. Women. Um, rat women. <laughs> and a lot of things that you saw were very vivid they took place in places you have been and that you know relatively well however they are not things that you were present to see i'm gonna wake up sit up slowly <laughs> say uh, <laughs> you make a transformer noise and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna go check those things out. <laughs> what things out? <laughs> the, the things in my dream. Okay. Cool. The hatch. Like, dude, that, what? What a lame setup. Sorry. What's? <laughs> it's a lame setup. Yeah. I wake up and. Oh, that dream though. <laughs> hashtag that dream though. All right, cool. Yeah, he's hashtag gonna, that he's dream. Gonna tweet about it. All right, so so what do you do after you wake up? <laughs> I just told you. After you make your I'm transformer gonna, noise. No, after that he goes on Twitter and he's like, "Crazy dream." Hashtag LOL. Space Twitter. Yeah. Space Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take my little cape. I'm gonna run around to the helm. <laughs> Guys, what's going on? <laughs> Oh man! So the half elf is gonna run up and just the cape into the cockpit. <laughs> yeah, I just, slept for two days. Just a cape. <laughs> Where oh, am good I? God, uh, this is going downhill guys, I'm quick. Freaking out. <laughs> so then, what do you do? You, you run up. You're freaking out. All right. So you two, you guys are up in the front. He runs in. He's freaking out. I run and go. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's I will reply. What's up, Sleeping Beauty? That's a dope cape. <laughs> oh, this? <laughs> yeah, it's oh nice. I found the captain's quarter. I'm going to do a 360 twirl. <laughs> that was wonderful. Can I get an acrobatics for your... Yeah, of course. And he's not, yeah, he's not wearing clothes, right? Other than the cape? <laughs> Just as white yes, and tidies in the game. Realize it. Yeah, I, I, I just want to make sure I'm understanding this scenario I, I, that's playing out before my dwarf eyes. That's, right. that's why I'm I having him do an acrobatics. Forty hours of sleep. Yeah, no clothes, <laughs> just the cape. Um, I'm looking at a twelve total acrobatics. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you, I rolled a two. You, rolled, you rolled a two on the die. Yeah. Uh, Plus the. Minus I'm going to give you for being mostly asleep. What? You almost trip and fall on your bare ass. <laughs> oh, man. In, in, in a drunken stupor. Yeah, in a sleep drunk stupor. <laughs> At what point did his clothes come off? That's what I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he said he was naked, so it's canon now. Um, <laughs> the dream. We were, we're too deep. It's too much to edit out, so he's naked. <laughs> the cape took um, his clothes off. cape took his clothes off. <laughs> and Dreamy when I cape. fell on my butt, I go, uh, uh. uh <laughs> 
Joe, <laughs> can I get a, a mysticism from you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 16. 16. So you are going to recognize this immediately. Uh, his cloak, even though you're horribly distracted by his elven man piece. Um, half. Half elven man piece. <laughs> man elf piece. I was like, where does that half fit in? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Well guys. Well, it's been a good night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you notice this immediately as a, a dream silk cloak. Basically, while wearing a dream silk cloak, you can see details and hallucinations and illusions uh that others overlook. This does not give you any bonuses against saving throws, against illusions. But if you successfully disbelieve an illusion and convey the fact that it is, is an illusion to others, they gain a plus six bonus to their saving throws to disbelieve rather than a normal four plus. And then you will also eventually realize what happened. Additionally, if you wear a dream silk cloak for an uninterrupted period of at least 16 hours and then sleep for at least eight additional hours while still wearing it, you have vivid prophetic dreams. Although the meaning of the dreams isn't immediately obvious when you wake up, you can learn more as the day progresses. Once during the next 24 hours, you can cast Augury as a spell-like ability using your character's level as your caster level. So the whole hatch and snatch might actually play off, or... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. If I use Augury. Word. Word. Yeah. I like it. Well, Augury, basically when you cast Augury, it tells you whether a particular action would be good or bad. Huh? So it doesn't give you insight into the future other than... It gives you an understanding of if certain things would be good or bad for you. Within 24 hours from the prophetic dream, correct? Correct. And you spend a resolve point to cast that spell. And that's only after essentially 20, what, four hours of not only wearing it, but the eight hours of sleep. Correct. That's very specific. Which is guys, I might be sleeping a lot. Which is essentially what you just did. Well, I know what I just did. No, you only have to sleep for eight hours. You have sixteen hours of wearing it, but you don't know this yet. The dwarf knows it. I know this though. So go ahead. Do your thing, Joe. What? So you've learned this information. You've well, you've seen this on him. <laughs> you remember it. That's a recall knowledge. Are you gonna tell him about it? Or are you gonna no. do and okay? You see, and you see me. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say anything yet. Okay. He's obviously not in the right state of mind. Okay, so I'm not I'm not going to say anything yet. Cool. All <laughs> right. A good call. <laughs> so so Yaj in the back. Yeah. You feel the ship jerk, and you think that there might be danger. You hear some screaming from one Chet Bronzington towards the front of the ship. What do you do? I just ask over comms. The hell's going on up there? This is your captain speaking. <laughs> Likes it. <laughs> Actually, this. This is your captain speaking. I'm in the captain's chair right now. How? I, okay. you sat You're the, fine. You sat in the pilot's chair. You sat in the helm. It's the new captain's seat. I've designated it that much. <laughs> you upgraded, man. Okay, so hang on. So you said this is your captain speaking, and then and then I'll uh, Chet, he's, he's got a cloak and nothing else. I'll stay where I'm at. <laughs> probably for the best. Let me know if uh, anything else changes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys are going to fly 
towards station and um absalom station yeah you're gonna fly towards absalom station right like sorry that was just that was meant to be a question no yes. right yeah okay you guys are gonna fly towards absalom station and uh it's gonna come over the intercom they're gonna start talking to you from absalom station asking you who you are where you're coming from why you're flying towards the absalom station and if you have docking sorry codes, i was waiting for dialogue there yeah. and if you have respond. docking codes oh uh ask sunrise yeah what is your yeah. business on absalom station uh can you please hold please <laughs> hold just give us one second just okay okay yeah. all right uh sunrise we need uh docking codes we're allowed at absalom station Excellent. Can you send those codes to the people talking to us? I am unable to comply. We are authorized to dock at Absalom Station. By who? By who? We are authorized to dock at Absalom Station. Okay. Okay. Hello, are you there? Yeah, we're here. Hey, how are you today? I'm fine. Excellent. What are you doing at Absalom Station? Uh, We are coming back. We are a part of the Starfinder Society. What is your cargo? Is Chet still in the room with us? Yes. Oh, God. Both oh. of you guys are in the room. If you, you guys are hearing all this, so if you guys would like to chime in. We are hauling individuals. Is this video chat or? Yeah. No. Hey, no. we're good. Okay, Docking good. codes 9369 or 543. 9369. 543. You hear some clicking in the backgrounds. And uh, you hear him say over the microphone, it's an old code, but it checks out. I rolled for 18 diplomacy in case you want to know. Yeah, okay, cool. I, I figured. <laughs> I, I saw that, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, you're authorized to dock at uh, docking bay 94. Of course we are. Yeah, we'll go there. Cool. I'm going to exit the helm, run with my cape, flapping behind <laughs> my naked rear end. <laughs> cool. All right. So then I'm going to look down at my pilot over here, and I'm going to go, River. Bring us in. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting along now. I'm in my element. I'm so happy. you guys pull in. You dock at the docking bay. So you guys fly in. Can I get a piloting from you? Just yeah. to make sure you don't crash the ship. I'm going to crash the ship, guys. Uh, that's a 21. 21. Yeah. So you fly in. You dock normally. You land. <laughs> normally. Yeah. And, Not uh, shadily. And you also notice that... Um, as you're disembarking, you notice that there, well, as you land, you notice there's a lot of media starting to come into the docking bay and surround the ship. I noticed a lot of media. Yes. Okay. Uh, can I get a perception from the two of you? Because you're the only two in the helm still. He oh, left. I ran me? away with my cape. Yes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, that's a 15, excuse me. 15 total. It's probably about 25. Like yeah. like- you're just going to see a lot of people with a 15. You're going to kind of just see a bunch of people with a 25 Ozma is going to know that it is a ton of media people that look like they're excited to talk to whoever's on the ship and uh yeah you're going to recognize that they're media people and they're gathering in such a way that they're going to want to talk to you guys when you disembark if you guys want to say anything you can river there's a lot of people outside that are probably going to want to talk to us am i river yes okay uh looks to be about that way should we not disappoint them we should really try to get chet uh to put some pants on first I mean, or we can let him do his thing. I'd rather really impress everybody. Again, put some pants on. All right. And then over comms, we'll say, Chet, we've got to impress some people. Okay. So, yeah. So now, Chet and... 
So Chet, <laughs> so Chet and Yad, you guys are both aware that there are people outside now with the media that are going to want to talk to you. What about Clara? Should we like let her know? That yeah, she's yeah, she counts. She's like a bounty hunter, though, right? Like that's not a. She doesn't want to be in front of a ton of people. I, I, also, throwing this out there, a lot. do you? No, not at all. Who said I'm going out there? Okay. Well, I technically did, but I'm not going out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're just not going to go out. So what are you guys going to no, do? No, who said that? Do you guys have any plan of attack, Plenty, any plan of action for when you get off the ship, what you're going to do or anything like that? Jan Ozma first. I think all four of us are going to go. Yeah. I think that's the plan. I don't know what Claire is going to do. Sorry. I thought... Uh, Mr. Jax was staying behind. He's not. Did you tell off. us that? Did no, you tell I, us did. that? I didn't tell you. Yeah, so I'm still assuming that I'm, he's coming off the ship with us. Yeah, I said I'm coming off the ship, but I'm like walking very slowly off the ship, trying to make up my mind. Okay, we'll kind of go this way, and I'll talk about it. So, Chet, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna get dressed? Or are we just gonna let it happen? Are we gonna put our clothes back on that match our cloak? Or are we not? One hundred percent depends what you want to do. I'm feeling crazy. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I noticed some clothes in the closet. I'm going to go contrasting colors. Okay. So it's going to be, so you're going to look super fancy when you're walking out there. Yeah. All right. So you. Extra dapper. Yeah. So can I get a diplomacy from you? Yeah. yeah, I was going to roll that anyway. So yes, you can. Oh, 50. Oh, it rolled secondly to a 12 when I accidentally touched it. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yo, go with it. So 24 total. With a 24, everybody in the crowd is going to be pretty enamored by what you're wearing. You're going to look very impressive, especially with your with your royal blue cape flowing in the wind. I don't, yeah, there's probably wind. I don't know. There's air flowing through there. It's fine. It's a docking bay. Yeah. You're, you're looking very elegant in your cloak. Jax, what are we going to do? Do we does does he walk out like just himself? I feel like yes. we should all. Walk he walks out. out first, and he just kind of flows his cape out, and he's just kind of putting his hands in the air, all heroic and shit. And um, yeah, can I like hold an action here? Like, can I let them maybe walk off first and stealth behind them? I'm really not trying to get seen right here. Yeah, I mean, you can stealth, or like you know, if you found something cool like on your last adventure that would help you out in this exact situation, you could probably use that. Um, <laughs> he has a tendency not to remember, so we'll see. Um, I don't remember finding anything, so I just want to stealth. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he was being serious. No. I, I kind of was, too. I mean, so I guess with the giant hint, I guess I'll put the mask of the red mantis on that allows him to see invisible people. And? And everyone looks at him like he's a damn fool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah, that would hide my face, huh? No. Yes. <laughs> I would like to put that on. <laughs> if I have a hood, I would like to put that up and over and yes. just be a, a red mask a red, to everyone. A red hood? Yeah. yeah. You want to you yeah. be the yeah. red hood? Yes. And then oh. two guns. And then you would look like the red hood yes. with a red mask and guns. You're I'm fucking Todd. welcome. Yeah. Yes. Jason Thank Todd. you for finally realizing I went through way too much stuff to do that for you. <laughs> I'm getting it now. You gotta, I'm getting it. You gotta, you no, gotta, he's you not. Gotta know your audience. I thoroughly appreciate that. You gotta know your audience. I, I really thought you would like that, so that's why I, I did. did that. Okay, cool. Even though um, he's not the best Robin. So. Yeah, so you walk out the door behind With the Chet. Mask on. No, I, not behind Chet, behind them. Okay, behind everybody. Can I get a yeah. perception from you? Cool. Which technically behind me, dude. Just accept it. Oh, God, dude. 15 total. Okay. For perception. Remember that number. Okay. Ozma, what are you doing? You see, you see Chet walk out. You see Jax kind of fiddling with his uh, mask of the red mantis, telling you to go first or before him at least. What do you do? 
I'm going to walk out with him. Okay. So you're kind of just standing next to Yadge. Yep. And Yadge, what do you do? Uh, before exiting, I just let Clara know, hey, probably a good idea you wait here. We'll come back. Just keep an eye on the ship. Okay. I'll just kind of hang out here. Sweet. <laughs> that was like the most manly voice ever. <laughs> hey, what up here? Yeah, I'll just uh, hang out here. Fuck yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, she's going to she's gonna walk out and then... um. What? She's so she's gonna she's gonna <laughs> walk, walk. She's gonna out. walk. She's like gonna walk. Okay. Do exactly. What did I just yeah. say? So, so you tell her to stay. So she goes and she's like, "All right, I'll stay in the cockpit." So she walks towards the cockpit um, and starts kind of checking the ship over. She's full of opposites. All right. Is she yeah. trustworthy? You trust her? I mean, she wanted to. Kill Do you want to sense motive her? Yeah. I, I, like, sure, go for it. Can I? Yeah. Like without rising suspicions? Yeah. Because I feel like my character would just be all up in her grill. It's an 18 to sense motive. You have no reason to think she's lying to you. Really? Really? Yeah. Oof. All right. I'll trust her for now. Cool. So they walk out. I walk out behind him looking like a badass. Chet walks out first in his flowing blue cloak and his ornate clothes that he found on a- masculine Yeah. On, a, on an regal. old ship. Very, very regal. Very hyper-masculine. Dapper. I like hyper-masculine. Dapper. Just- Every just people handsome. There is two ladies in the front <laughs> that just put the back of their hand to their forehead and faint ah. on the spot. Mm. And uh, luckily, mm. they have somebody there to catch them standing behind them. People are fawning over you. They're very excited. I kiss the baby's forehead. Yes, yeah, so you, you kiss a baby's forehead. We see the dwarf and the android walking down the ramp. Um, normally, and uh, Jax, you're going to come last off to the far side of the docking bay. You're going to see all these people, but to the far side of the docking bay with your 15, yeah, you're going to see kind of just an apparition that glows a very green color. Okay. And we'll see you next week. Damn. Okay. My turn to be done, please. <laughs> For the love of God. Thank you. Get out of town. <laughs> That's what I summarized there. So let's start over, and this time, say something different, please. <laughs> no, I'm okay with it. No, okay. <laughs> Send him for the paycheck. Yeah. What about you? Make that paper. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do a lot of editing on this episode. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Sorry for you.